in relationship, it's essential to be able to trust your partner. But there's someone even more important that you have to be able to trust. And that person is you. See how your ability to trust yourself is having an impact on your relationship in this week's episode of Relationship Alive. But first, I'm curious, have you been experimenting at all in your life with the power of gratitude? We've talked about it here on the show, about sharing gratitudes and appreciations with your partner. And lately, I've actually created a simple practice for myself to foster my own attitude of gratitude throughout the day. And although that sounds a little cheesy, it's actually been really helpful. The way I did it is that there are four prescribed moments for me. That's, um, let's see, 7 a.m., 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 8 p.m. Eastern time, where I just name two things that I'm grateful for. And in the spirit of that, Uh, I'll just take this moment to mention that I'm grateful for you for listening. And I'm also grateful for your getting the word out about Relationship Alive as you're able. And in this moment, I also want to give a shout out to the following people who have donated over the past week to help keep the lights on here at Relationship Alive headquarters. Uh, So Gary, Cynthia, Sarah, Jordan, Stephanie, Lara and Lita, thank you so much for your generous donations. And if you are finding the podcast to be helpful in your life and would like to support our mission, just visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. Now, before we dive in, there are a couple free resources that I wanted to let you know about. First, If you're on Facebook, come join the Relationship Alive community. There are more than 2,000 listeners gathered there to create a safe space to talk about your relationships and get support. Um, Along those lines, if you're on Instagram, you can also follow the Relationship Alive official account that we just started. So don't get confused and follow the joker who's pretending to be me. Um, even though I guess imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, make sure you follow the official account, uh, Relationship Alive official on Instagram. Uh, also, if you haven't yet downloaded my free guide to my top three relationship communication secrets, you can get it by visiting neilsatin.com slash relate or texting the word relate to the number 33444. These are three important ways to shape the way that you communicate so that you can stay connected with the person that you're talking to, no matter how challenging the thing is that you're talking about. Anyway, the guide is free and it will make a difference in how you communicate in all your relationships. So just visit neilsatin.com slash relate to get it. Okay, I think that's it. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. It is episode 161 of the show. And I have to say, I really like that number. 
First, it's divisible by seven and twenty-three, which are two prime numbers, and that makes the number almost prime in my book. And well, now you have a little glimpse into just how my mind sometimes works. Chloe and I actually send each other pictures of cool numbers on the car's odometer. You know, like one hundred eighty-one thousand one hundred eighty-one miles, things like that, or uh, mile one two three four five six. If you have quirky things like that that you love in your relationship, drop me a line and let me know, or let us all know in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. My email address is neilius n e i l i u s at neilsatin dot com, and I love getting email. Just know that I can't promise that I'll be able to write back, as I do get a lot of email. But I will read what you write, and sometimes it's those little simple quirky things that make all the difference, right? In having a good day or finding those simple things to appreciate. So let's get right to the heart of the matter. Because, in effect, this episode can be short and sweet. We talk all the time about how to build trust with your partner, and the importance of trust in having a successful relationship, great sex, etc. But on a deeper level, the question of can you trust your partner brings up something else: two aspects of how you impact the level of trust in your relationship. So this is a chance for you to get really clear on this aspect of how you show up in relationship, because it is having an effect both on you and on your partner. So let's see. There are two main questions. The first question is perhaps the easiest to answer: Are you trustworthy? Do your actions align with your commitments one hundred percent? If not, This isn't a time to beat yourself up. It's simply a time to recognize what's true. You are not completely in your integrity, and if you know that there are ways that you are not completely aligned, then it's time to take responsibility for them. Throughout your day, you can ask yourself: Is what I'm doing right now aligned with my commitments? Aligned with what I say that I want? Aligned with how I would expect my partner to act in a similar situation. If the answer is no, then what that tells you is that you have work to do.、Um, we've talked about projection on the show before, and this is one place where you might find that if you don't entirely trust your partner, in truth, it might be your own actions that aren't trustworthy. If you imagine that your partner might act the way that you're acting, and that freaks you out, well, then you're getting super close to solving this aspect of your trust problem. So take this opportunity to get really clear on where you are not being trustworthy, trustable, and apply yourself to bringing your integrity back online, and then see what impact that has on your relationship. Okay, now on to the next question. And this is where the title of this episode came from. Can you trust you? Can you trust yourself? Now, this reminds me a little bit of our episode with Susan Forward on emotional blackmail. 
And that was uh, episode 55, in case you were wondering. One of her key strategies for defeating emotional blackmail, so someone taking advantage of you, using your emotions to manipulate you, was to have the mantra, I can handle this, as a way of freeing yourself, freeing yourself from the illusion that you might suffer consequences that you can't handle when you make boundaries in toxic relationships. I can handle this. Or maybe she says something like, even this I can handle. It's something along those lines. You'll have to listen to episode 55 to hear exactly what she says. But that's what I mean by, can you trust you? Can you trust that no matter what happens, you have got you. You've got your own back. So feel into that question and look for the deeper answers. So not a superficial like, yeah, of course, I'm okay no matter what happens. Can you feel whether or not there are any places where you actually are fearful that you might not be able to handle something in your relationship or in your life? These are places where you might resist change because it might force you to confront something about yourself or it might force you to confront something about life. It's important to recognize that, that um, these places exist because if there are places where you don't trust you, then that could also be creating ways in which you either project a lack of trustworthiness onto your partner or where you act in ways that make it more challenging for your partner to trust you. Or if there's an underlying fear that's permeating your connection and that's activating your primal brain, well, that's going to keep you in a low level of being triggered that could escalate really quickly whenever something in your relationship just lightly brushes up against your danger spots. So can you trust you? Can you trust yourself to get through whatever comes your way? To be resourced, to actually experience pain or discomfort, and to get through it to the other side. That's what creates the healing, the strength, the resilience from actually going through the challenging moments, not denying them or trying to control them out of existence, but by going through them. And if you discover that you don't fully trust yourself in this way, what would you need to be able to experience or how would you need to be able to grow in order to develop that trust? So I suggest that you take a moment after you listen to this episode, because I'm going to wind down here very soon, take a moment to write down your answers to that question. Because writing, literally writing with a pen and paper or pencil, if you're old fashioned, I guess you could use chalk and a slate if you're really old fashioned. If you're able to actually write, that does activate different centers in your brain that make it easier to get at insight and to connect with your inner resourcefulness. Now, if you can't write by hand, that's fine too. It just type or speak into your uh, voice 
uh, recorder, whatever it takes to actually go through the nuances of your answer to that question. Can you trust you? And if there are moments where you can't or are places where you can't, then what would you need to be able to experience or how would you need to be able to grow in order to develop that trust? Once you can trust yourself, you'll discover that the whole world becomes at least a little bit brighter, a little bit less scary. And just maybe you'll discover that you can engage with your partner in a way that allows you to be more in the moment, more playful, more excited, more exciting. Can you trust you? And if there are places where you can't, what would it take for you to build that trust in yourself? That's the question that I'm going to leave you with today. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week where we will have uh, as our guest, Betty Martin, to talk about the wheel of consent and how different aspects of consent can lead you into fun, new, erotic territory. Until then, take care and build that trust where it counts most with yourself.